All right, I am here with Per Bernal, the man when it comes to photography in the fitness industry, in my opinion, the number one photographer in the industry. Thanks so much for joining us on Perform. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor to be online here. Such an so, honor. Tell us a little bit about how you got started in the fitness industry, in the photography. Like, give us, like, from the very beginning. Uh, I started lifting weights when I was 16, got really into it, did a bodybuilding show at 18. Um, and then at the same time, I started shooting. I, I bought my, my grandma gave me, um, like, 150 bucks when I graduated high school. So I, I bought a camera, used camera. And I remember, like, in the beginning, I, I, I was, like, an avid fan of Muscle and Fitness magazine. So I remember opening a spread of my favorite bodybuilder, which, who was, which was Frank Sane. I don't know if you remember him. Yeah. And I actually took my used camera that cost me 150 bucks. I got, like, a, a Pentax automatic camera with two lenses. And I was actually taking pictures of the pages. Wow. Yes. I remember he was, like, posting in... Uh, Palm Springs in the desert of Palm Springs. So fast forward a year later, I did like a, like a kind of a pre-college course and, and we were supposed to do an internship. Mm. And I, I asked if I could come and do this internship at a, a Swedish bodybuilding magazine. I requested to be there for five weeks and they said, yes, it was called B&K Sports Magazine. So while I was there, I brought my camera and asked, is, would it be okay if I shoot a story? Mm. And yeah, sure, go ahead. So I shot a story mm. and it was published. Wow. I got it published. And that's when I, when I saw that these images and the story I wrote and did everything, mm. I just felt like this is what I want to do the rest of my life. Wow. Yes. And what was your first paid gig? I actually, I don't think I got paid for that, but... Uh, shortly after, I, this was in the capital, and I lived like in a small place in, in Sweden, which is much like Canada, very cold and dark in the wintertime. So I, I lived in a small city, like 15,000 people, and I moved to Stockholm, which is the capital. So I knew that I needed to learn more uh, photography. So I, I took a course, a one-year course. And during this time, I started freelancing for the magazines, and that's when I started getting Page. I was like 19 when I got published, like 18, 19 when I got published the first time. Mm. It's pretty and amazing. Your, your first paid gig, how long after the first time you were published? About a year, two years? Uh, no, it's like it was right away because it's like the first gig I did, you know, obviously didn't pay anything because it was just kind of getting the opportunity. But when I moved down to Stockholm and started doing, uh, you know, went to photo school, they started giving me assignments and they paid. So it was like right away. So I was very, very lucky. Well, you've been very fortunate to make it in a very tough industry in photography, you know, with yes. some of the celebrities you've worked with. I mean, to name a few, I mean, give us some insight on maybe a few of the people you've worked with. I mean, I, I, I've been so fortunate. I've been working with the best, you know, we just bodybuilding wise, I've been working with the best of the best. I mean, I had been shooting Arnold, Ronnie Coleman, you name it, uh, Sean Ray, like, uh, Everybody, and then like in the entertainment industry, I've been shooting a lot with The Rock, uh, Batista, John Cena. So I did. I worked intensively with uh, WWE for a few years. I was doing all their pay-per-view posters and all that stuff. So, and you know, I've been shooting movie actors, and yeah. So it's been what a ride! Is extremely, extremely lucky. You know, what hard work pays off. So question is like, do you make your own luck? So. 
I mean, it's, I wasn't given anything for free, but I got the opportunity. What was your big break, though, like into the industry? Like, was there a moment outside of the, you know, your start being published? What, was, what would you say the big break was for you? I mean, I had many breaks, depending on how you see it. Uh, I think, you know, in the 80s, I've been around forever. So in the 80s, I remember working for this bodybuilding magazine in Sweden because they hired me full time. Yeah. I was an editor there. And, you know, you had the big stars coming to Sweden. We had an Olympia going on there. So I had an opportunity to shoot with all the international stars. And um, I remember the owner of the magazine, he was working with Robert Kennedy. I'm sure you remember him. Mm-hmm. So they were like, you know, so I had magazine covers in Canada. And then I got starting to get like magazine covers on um, American magazines as well. So that was kind of opening the door. And mm-hmm. then I came over to the US in 1990. And that's when, you know, I, I got to shoot all the big, big stars, like on a more regular basis. And then that led to me kind of commuting between Sweden and America, Los Angeles. Not How did you meet up with uh, Steve Blackman and get on with muscular development? Give us some insight on that story. Uh, it's an interesting story because I was, I worked with Joe Weider like in the, in, in 1990 uh, and I met an art director there. And mm. so he moved on. He was uh, given an opportunity to shoot for WBF. Do you remember like Vince McMahon had a bodybuilding yeah. federation? Long time so, ago. Very yeah. long time ago. So, time ago. so I worked with uh, my friend at Flex first and then he moved over to WBF and uh, it was a fun time. And then he moved from there to Steve Blackman and Twin Lab. And because oh. Steve bought Master Development, hired my art director friend and he brought me you know, he brought me and asked, you know, so that's how I got to meet Steve. And I worked with Steve for 20 years, 20 plus years. Who, I know you photograph, you know, you've obviously worked with a lot of people. Who was the most interesting person that you've worked with? <sighs> that's such a complex question because it's like, if, if I ask you, what is your favorite meal all time? Like, what is the best food you ever ate? It's hard. There's many occasions. I mean, I think uh, I was very spoiled during the 90s. I think everybody that was in the industry was very spoiled because the quality of competitors was just amazing. And it's only with time you understand how good or bad something is, right? Mm. And... Uh, and I think the guys in the 90s, they were interesting. I mean, I loved shooting like Ronnie Coleman, you know, Sean Ray, Kevin Livroni. There was a lot of great people. And I think the industry was a little bit different, was more personality than maybe because they were allowed to have that. Mm. Today, maybe, I mean, it's like, I love Branch Warren, Johnny Jackson, um, amazing guys. I, I kind of... I kind of like everybody that I work with. There's very few that I, I had a rough time. And don't ask me who they are because I'm not going to tell. <laughs> it's like, was, there a moment, was there a moment in time where you've been maybe even nervous? You know, of course. You know, of course. Give us some insight on that. I mean, it's like, um, yeah, it's like in the beginning, I remember starting to shoot the first pros here in the U.S. Of course, I was nervous. I mean, it's like, but you just got to, 
you got to do your job and push through it. And I think as you get more warm and warm uh, in, in your clothing and comfortable in yourself, you know, that kind of goes away. But there's always, uh, until this day, if you're shooting, if I'm shooting some high profile person, of course, I'm, it's more like on the edge. Mm. But I think that's a good thing because you're like fully aware. It's like you just kind of go in there and you know you have a lot of eyes on you and there's it comes with a big um responsibility because a lot of times it's a big budget and you got to deliver mm. and so i think to be a little bit nervous i think that's a good thing that keeps you alert right mm. well you know while we're on the topic of you know you know basically finding yourself you know tell us a little bit about your transformation like i know that you know you've went through obviously a transformation Tell us a little bit about the journey you've been on. I think like my whole life has been a journey. Uh, these past three years have been like, an, uh, like a, a big one. It's been a very big one because it's like with a changing industry, you know, where I, I was very, I would use uh, the word comfortable, but I also worked my ass off, right? So it was not, not that I like never did my best, utmost. I always do that. So with that changing, you know, with the social media, you know, lost a lot of uh, clients uh, because it's the, it's like I'm a little bit like a luxury item. And I don't mean to say that like I'm the best or anything like that, but it's kind of like if, you, if you're going to drive from point A to B, it's like, do you need like a, like a super fancy car? Probably not, especially not if people don't see you in it, so to speak. So I, it's been tough to kind of understand like bodybuilding. I haven't shot bodybuilding in a long time now. And it's like, there's no more, pub, you know, it's not a lot of magazines anymore, right? There's no more money in the industry. So it's changing a lot for now. So that kind of took a big bite of my income and just kind of to uh, find yourself, to reinvent yourself. It's a little bit tough. It's been tough, but it's kind of, I think I'm at a point now where I'm, a lot of times you deal with fears. It's like the unknown. And, you know, that's what I've been working a lot through meditation, prayer. Mm. And, and that's brought so much positive things to me. And because that kind of opens up for the new possibilities. Otherwise, if we use remiss, you know, we're in the past, what's going to happen is uh, you're just going to look back and say, oh, it was better before, it was better before. And then you don't see the possibilities that is, that is here and now. So mm -hmm. I always say, like, if you look at the past, it's like there's a lot of times bitterness in it. Mm. And, it and, and if you're too worried about the future, then you're anxious about the future. So it's kind of counterproductive. So I think it's like if you can learn to be here now, and uh, that's the key. And take those possibilities, opportunities that is given to you. It's just like you got to take action on it. So, so I was very fortunate in a way because like work always came to me through my contracts and I always got to shoot the best of the best, but that's been taken away. So now it's up to me for what I want to do with life. Mm. And that took a lot of transformation. And now I'm you know, hitting the gym, getting in shape again, mm. trying to turn the clock back. Nice. Yeah. And are you, do you think that you're going to be moving a lot into the video production and away from photography or a combination of both? Um, what I'm, what I'm seeing is like photography is always going to be there for me. That's mm -hmm. my true love. But I've started doing some video, so I definitely want to 
kind of get into that more. I, I think that's part of this future, right? But I also think my experience, my transformation, my journey is something that I kind of want to share with people. You know, it's like I have some before and after shots that I perhaps can uh, share with you at some point mm. and, and kind of show people it's like you can, you can change your life. You can take back. It's like, it's like as you go old and grow older, you, you have positive experiences, but also bad experiences, negative, and you kind of put that in your backpack and that gets very heavy to carry. But there are ways of getting rid of that and kind of reinvent yourself and feel young again. Mm. So I, I think that's something, there's a method to the madness and I, I kind of want to, it's not madness, I just use that word, but I want to kind of share that. I feel a lot for that. So mm. that's something I would like to venture into. Can you give our viewers any, you know, quick tips on that or anything you could leave with them? I think what life is about, what I'm understanding is kind of, uh, as people are very ego driven. So if I look back to myself, I was a uh, workaholic. So I'm, this is my coming out, right? Mm. So I was a foster kid. Uh, and, you know, then it gets a lot about just survival, just to survive because you're kind of alone in the world. Mm. And I, I'm not a victim. And the contrary, it made me to who I am today. And I'm very happy with who I am. Uh, of course, there might be some shit going on, but I, I can deal with that. That's what therapy is for, like in the works. So basically, it kind of made me to the person who I am. But the back, the flip side is, you know, when I started making my own money, uh, like I was young, 13, 14 years old, you know, I felt this is the way out. And this is something that I've been taking like into my life. So everything is being so work driven. So mm -hmm. it's like, if I can make my own money, I'm going to be free. And then that come, becomes a habit where I work like seven days a week, 12, 14 hour days, which is unhealthy because you're missing a lot of life. Mm -hmm. And that's a pattern that I'm, you know, breaking that I broke, but it took a long time for me to wake up because I'm kind of stubborn, right? Mm -hmm. But it also gave me a lot of success because I was so driven. And mm -hmm. I think in a lot of people, you know, successful people, you know, everybody has their thing they have to go through, right? Mm -hmm. So breaking this pattern is, is like, is a big thing for me, but that's what I'm starting to do. And, you know, seeing like, there's more value to me. I'm just not a photographer. I'm a person. Mm. And, and that's where the happiness start coming in. And mm. uh, there's a lot of, uh, it's like, I think it, what is this about? You, you have to take responsibility. Mm. It's like stop being a victim. Mm. It's like, let's say certain people are triggering you in life. It could be in your family, friends, whatever. Um, or you, you kind of, you're stuck in a pattern where something is repeatedly happened to you. I think the universe is telling you, Hey, you need to look at this. If you get triggered, most people get, you know, upset. There's a lot of drama and stuff, but it's actually on help because it kind of pinpoints, Hey, you need to work on this, find out why are you reacting? And then you can heal and move on. And, and that's what my work is about. It's like, Whatever is triggering me, like find out where is what's holding me back as a person. Mm. And I think that that's the inner work we all have to do, you know, mm. to feel better. Otherwise, we, we're walking around like, like a punching bag where you have like sores all over the place and a person just kind of touch you and it hurts, right? What are you going to do? You're going to hide in the basement. That's not a good thing. So you just got to 
find out. Is there days when you don't feel like, you know, getting up and, and, you know, going out and doing a shoot? And if so, what are you doing to perform? What is your secret recipe, you know, to make it happen? When it comes to shooting, I, I, I'm so disciplined, but it's like, it's rarely you shoot every day. Some periods you shoot more than others. And especially during COVID, it's been mm. tough because it's like, it's kind of changed all our lives, right? Mm. So, so it's like, I, like everybody else, you know, you, you do your best, but a lot of times you, there's nothing you can do. It's just kind of waiting for things to kind of clear up and, of course, it's hard. I mean, I think you need to be disciplined. I, you know, the best thing is for me is like when I go up four or five in the morning, I do my meditation and do my training, but it's hard to keep that up. Sometimes it's kind of, you go to bed late and maybe wake, eight, uh, wake up eight, nine in the morning. But as long as you, you do it, your daily things, it's like it's about repetition and doing it. It's fine and not be so hard on yourself. No one is perfect. Mm. So it's like what do you enjoy like the most about the photography? Like the whole, give us some insight on that. I think photography is such a blessing, right? It, it was a talent that I was born with. Like you, you are good at your things. And I had an opportunity to kind of work on it um, very hard and an opportunity to work with people. And I think what's, it's almost like um you know how some people, they could get adrenaline rush, I guess. You know, they do something to jump through airplanes or stuff. So for me, it's used to be creative. It's like it's a rush in its own because that creative is like you is a meditative state where nothing else exists. And it's just, just things are coming to you and you kind of create. And I kind of like that magic. Mm. Of course, I have a mindset, this and this needs to be done. But during that time when you shoot, just magic happens and i think that's that that that's an amazing feeling it's mm. just to oh wow you know i didn't plan for this shot i mean i put the lights up but things happen and then you capture it i think that's extremely rewarding for the you know i'm sure there's people out there who look up to you in the you know that are photographers starting out that are thinking to themselves you know like i would love to shoot with the rock i would love to shoot with a 50 cent what advice can you give these young up-and-coming photographers that want to be on that level? I think, uh, like with everything, it's a lot of practice. Mm. It's like practice, practice, practice. Mm. Then it's about finding your own voice, find your own uniqueness. I think it's fine to, I mean, you could copy people and kind of learn the technique, but I think eventually you have to find your voice, what makes you special. Because if you copy someone, you can never beat an original. You have to be your own original. And then when it comes to, you know, shoot, getting an opportunity to work with people, I mean, I know there are the best photographers that people that are probably much better than me that never got an opportunity to work with them because of maybe their personality. So, you know, be friendly, outgoing, uh, you know, be a good person, be the best version of you. And that's, I think that's the best recipe to success and be outgoing, networking. Was there a book or a video or a course or some way that you discovered how to light so well? I mean, when you light your photography, I mean, people, I could tell, because okay. I could tell that's if good. that's your work, right? Yeah, it's I appreciate so that. well lit, you know? Yes. Every little detail. 
how do people, you know, get that type of insight like you have? I think that's what I mean with a voice. So, and I, I appreciate you saying uh, all those nice things. And, and like, I just went a year to photo school. I, I was a photo assistant for 10 months. I got fired. Mm. That's another story for another day, maybe. So, I mean, I went through my hardship and pain, but I think it's like I, I had, like, I think it's important that you, you listen to your own voice, your, your integrity. You are seeing the world in your way that is very unique. Listen to that. See, like, if there is, like, like everybody, we have different tastes, right? The way I shoot, a lot of times I kind of like to have, uh, you know, light and shadow, but I'm, I'm trying to capture all the details, but that's how my eyes see it, right? Mm. So if you're a photographer, you like a lot of contrast, learn to try to perfect that, find the balance that looks good to your eyes because that's your voice. That's the way how you see it. Because mm. it's like I see, it, for me, it's easy to light because I know instinctively what I'm looking for, an image. I, I could change lights around and I'm going to end up kind of where I like it which is kind of boring in a way because it, 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 it's, let's say you're a singer and your voice is, sounds in a certain way. Of course, you can change genres, but it's always going to be the same. So same for me, like the way I shoot, I have like certain things that I work on. This is how I like to light it, uh, good and bad, right? Mm. so but just find whatever it kind of takes you find this subject the your angles your perspective i like mm. certain perspective that's just because i see my brain works the way it does so find whatever you feel this looks good to me and just practice on it get perfected is there someone that you would love to shoot with that's on your bucket list and if so who would that be um we said, I mean, there, there are certain actors uh, that I would, like Tom Hardy, I think he's super cool. Uh, yeah. Guy like Mel Gibson, maybe, like people with integrity, like women with integrity, special people. Mm -hmm. I'm, right now, I'm working on some projects with very interesting, like people, and I'm not going to name drop, but I think I'm going to move into, I'm hoping to be able to move into more celebrity base, not use like movie stars, but it could be like in the music industry or whatnot. So that's something. Mm. I What's really, your yes. favorite, like in terms of shooting, do you like shooting lifestyle, fitness? Like what would be your favorite, like ideal shoot? Where would it be? Like, are we in Aruba you're filled with a room of models, maybe some champagne. I'm in the middle. Like, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah I like that. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I, I started to, uh, yeah, I, I like that. I already see pictures coming <laughs> out. So uh, I love, I think it's kind of interesting how photography has changed with like the social media because the cameras are so advanced now. You don't need, you need, you don't need so much light. And I kind of, it's like, I'm going from a place where, you know, certain shoots, I did something for WWE, like a movie poster, you know, using 10, 12, 15 lights mm. to like, maybe I'm using one or two lights, which make it much more uncomplicated. I love that shooting on location. Love Aruba. It sounds fantastic. Mm. Some 
beautiful women and men and yeah, anything. So, and I want to kind of move into more portrait, portraiture. I think that's going to be fun. Mm. I've been shooting like during COVID been going, getting into like more artistic nudes that I think is going to be really cool. Mm. And I'm, I'm working on a project with a woman and we're going to start selling it. You know, we're about to start. So mm. it's, Photography is so stimulating because there are so many areas. I love shooting architecture, like landscapes, like on my private time. So nice. And you're out of you're out of LA, right? Yes, I'm in Los Angeles in Marina del Rey. What's it like out there right now during COVID? Uh, I think like people are working uh, slowly getting started, but I think people are you know there's no big productions going on and most of this stuff that i've been doing the past couple of years it's like bigger productions and they used to move on it like if it's like a movie studio or whatever they don't mm. want to take risks it's mm. too much uh, you know things that could go wrong mm. no so but i think march is going to start i'm i'm getting some feelers i have some travels coming up so it's promising how's canada vancouver vancouver is not on lockdown right now it's, it's pretty good so uh they have a, you know, you got to wrap up the drinking around 10, but where my business partner is in Toronto, it's, he's under full lockdown. Yeah, still. It's pretty tough. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just depends on where you go. But out here where I am, it's quite nice. That's good. Yeah. What do you got planned for the next six months to a year? Like, what's, give us the outlook. I have an idea for a platform. Um, mm-hmm a platform or maybe a book or something that's going to be about changing your blueprint because that's what I'm doing with myself. It's like I'm changing my blueprint that was given to me by my parents. You know, it's like when we grow up, they say, this is the truth. This is you. Uh, you, you get like input from your friends, family, society. And they say like, this is you, right? Go, you, you need to do this. You need to go to university or whatever to have a good life. And everybody, most people buy into it, but we are all individual. I, I think there's a, a purpose for all of us. I think God has a purpose for all of us. So what I'm doing, I'm trying to break the mold. I'm trying to upgrade myself, you know, problem areas that is holding me back because I don't, it's hard, you, it's hard for people to see themselves. And for me, I'm just a regular photographer. Some people say, like, he's awesome, right? And maybe some people say, like, ah, it's nothing special. But what really matters is how I feel about myself. And, and if I can't see the possibilities, how am I going to be able to be the best version? So how can you break that? And, and I feel a lot for that because that's what I'm in the middle of doing. And I think this could be applied on everybody. I, I believe there are ways... Uh, where you could hit the health aspect like fitness health mind body and spirit Mm. you know meditation is super important because it's kind of it's it's this disconnect between the heart and the mind you know your mind and ego is constantly working on finding solutions that's what we're doing 24 7 so it's like how can i drive faster to work how can i make more money so it's always solutions but the heart is more like that's where your truth is, where your passion is. It's like yourself, what you picked. I know when you met your partner in Toronto, I mean, I heard that story. It's amazing, right? Mm. That wasn't your head talking. It was just a feeling, a passion, right? Mm. And it's like, I think that's for everybody, but mm. very few act on it. And how mm. can we break that and, and live a happier life? 
Mm. No, maybe, that's quite yeah. maybe a little bit deep. I don't know. <laughs> so no. that's one of the projects that yeah. I'm, I'm feeling very warm about. And with photography, it's so hard to say. I don't know. It's like it's like it's been a year. I, there hasn't been much shooting for anyone, mm. and and I have a client that I just met. He just built a, a movie studio. Mm where he's using big, 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 LED, like not LED, but huge screens, right? And on those screens, you could play different backdrops. It's like Mandalorian. You're aware of that. That movie was actually shot. Like, they, they were like, the images around them was real. It was filmed. Mm. And it was displayed on these huge uh, LED screens, whatever. Mm. And people were acting in front of it. That's wow. the future. Mm. So, so it's like there's a lot of interesting things. I think everything is going to change. Like I think we did like a giant step forward, like maybe 10, 15 years technology-wise. Look at you and I mm. can talk through like Zoom mm. and how it's being used. I mean, it's the future. So in a way, it's hard to say where is everything going to land. I'm not mm. sure. Mm. I think I miss print, but... I don't think Instagram is enough. I think you need like something deeper. I think something is going to come because even if you music, you don't need to, you know, the records or the tapes or whatever. Now it's all digital. So it's like people still need the information or the stimuli of the brain or ears or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see what their land, what, where that's going to land. Mm, so it's great. kind of hard to say like what is your next i mean i i have certain things i don't want to kind of throw it out really but it's kind of it's like i'm i'm hoping i think things are going to fall into place mm. i have faith on that it's like each i mean did you believe like a year ago they were going to kind of close down for covid it's been a year wow almost. i know it's and we're still cool. around right mm. if you would have known that they you, they're going to close down for a year you would have freaked out Mm. but today is like you actually made it through like all of yeah. us yeah it's been it's been it's been a bit of a well, i've had a few moments but yeah we're yeah. <laughs> not everybody, not everybody has moments i am yeah, but at the same time today i'm it's like i'm more happy than i ever been you know so and i'm sure other people are feeling that way because it, it gives us a, a break to work on our, ourselves and i think a lot of people did that is very true yeah right? A lot of people, uh, if, if only more people had that outlook, you know, I think the world would be a better place. That's a wonderful outlook to have. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people have, and, and we're going to get to that place because if, when it gets painful enough, that's when we change. We changed. The only way we change in life, think about it. It's kind of mind-blowing in a way. Like, it's only through pain that we change. Mm. Otherwise, we're holding on to whatever we have. Mm. So in, in order for us to wake up and change what is needed we need a jolt mm. we need something to shake us up what was your jolt what shook you up i think what my jolt was i, I was with the uh, american media i had a contract and mm. um, when i got a call and say listen they're going to stop producing flex and muscle fitness hers we're going to cut your contract in half this was three years ago so that was a big livelihood of mine. You know, that's where my kind of my main income. And then I had other work coming in. And that kind of shocked me a little bit because I have 
been on magazine contracts for the past since like early 90s so it's like my whole career which looking back i mean it would have been better that i didn't have it but it is what it is right mm. so but that kind of prepared me for for what is today because mm. I, I never had to go out and look for work i was very fortunate that way because i had like work coming in all the time very few photographer has that mm. kind of life so i mean i did work hard for it so Mm. but now it's more reality mm. and, and to deal with reality and the way it released is tough because I was kind of sheltered in a way mm. Mm. it's a it's a good <laughs> it's like it's it's never too late to grow yeah I, I, I think, think that's important thing yeah. because it's like how do you deal with changes I mean it's like my life was a constant you know I had new contracts year after year after year you know very very good but when changes come, that's, that's what's is challenging, but that is also what makes you grow. It's painful to let mm. go of if you felt secure. But mm. a lot of times, you know, when we go f through those bad times, when those times are over and you look back, you're going to most of the time you say, you know what? That, that was actually a blessing. It was painful. Mm. It was a tough time. But you know what? I became stronger. Mm. That was a blessing. Mm. And I think if we could have that mindset, it's easier mm. to adapt to life. Mm. And now it was my time. I, I want to, you know, say though, you know, I am a huge fan. As I you appreciate probably, that. And uh, really, you're a very inspiring guy, honestly. And, and I really appreciate you coming on today, honestly. Likewise, I appreciate being here. Thanks again for coming on Perform. Honestly, you've been a great guest. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.